If you're tuning into this podcast, it shows you care a great deal about your child's health. So I want to share with you my video course on nutrient supplementation for children that I just published on udemy.com. If you check the description of this episode for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list, as soon as you sign up, I'm going to send you a voucher so that you can get this video course for free. And in the course, I'm going to discuss the most important supplements for children and how to pick quality supplements, how to avoid poor quality ingredients, how to avoid potentially harmful extra ingredients, and basically how to steer clear of the marketing ploys designed to sell us inferior quality supplements. So I hope that you get value out of this course. I'm sure that if you apply the knowledge you learn in it, you will save not just time researching these supplements, but also money. And most importantly, you will get the best quality supplements that your budget will allow so that you can provide your child with the nutritional support that they need. So check out the description for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list. And as I said, as soon as you sign up, I'll send you the the coupon to get the course for free. And if you do sign up, please let me know how you find it. If there's any other information you would like me to include or any other feedback, I would be very grateful if you could send me that. Thank you. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about allergies and autism and some of what the research says. Now, I'll start off with a quote here. So this is from a paper that I cite in my book, Autism Wellbeing Plan, How to Get Your Child Healthy. And the quote goes as, Practicing physicians should be aware of the potential impact of allergic diseases on behavioral symptoms and cognitive activity in ASD children. So allergic disorders can play a role in behavioral symptoms that can be attributed to the autism and they can affect the cognitive activity of children, right? So this is why it's important to at the very least, test your child for the most common allergies just to make sure that compounds in food or, you know, other allergens in in the surrounding environment are not a cause for allergic reactions. Because this is, at least when they're food related, it's an area where you have a a great deal of control. So it's, it's just another one of those things that you either rule out or in the case that it is a factor for your child, you do something about it. For example, if it's a, if it's a, if it's an egg allergy that you may have not been aware of, um, you just remove the eggs from the diet. So things like that are, are very important to identify early on and rule out, either rule out or do something about them. Right. So, so basically, the research is showing us that there is a higher prevalence of allergies in autistic individuals. These include asthma hay fever and eczema as the most common. And just to give you a brief overview, basically an allergy is a hypersensitivity disorder of the immune system. So we have you know, several departments, if you want to call them that, of the immune system. And we have this innate 
immune system and the adaptive immune system. So the innate immune system is what we're born with. It's also called a cell-mediated immune response when that is activated. And then we have the adaptive immune system, which as we're exposed to pathogens, as we grow up, um, we start to, our, our immune system starts to recognize pathogens, starts to um, create antibodies to certain antigens. And um, basically an allergy involves dysregulation of both of those departments of the immune system, right? So it, it's a, it, it, it's a fairly complex um, dysregulation of the immune system. And as I talk about in chapter two of my book, uh, dysregulated immune system is a very common feature in autism, right? So what the point here is that while we cannot control all the factors in your child's immune system, there's a lot of factors that are within your control. And one of those is, for example, identifying foods that your child is either allergic to or intolerant to or sensitive to. So there's slight differences there. But um, if you can identify factors that contribute to dysregulating your child's immune system and remove those factors, you're actually going to see tremendous benefits in terms of your child's health, right? Because an overactive immune system can cause any number of disorders from, in the case of today's topic, um, allergies, but it can also cause um, um, other things like autoimmunity. That's a, obviously a very big example. So here's some of the research and what it says, right? So one large study found that asthma was 35% more common in children with autism than their peers. So 35% more common in the autistic children. Another study found that a higher, another study found a higher risk of developing asthma and other allergic disorders in autistic individuals. So it seems that allergies are more common in autism and children that are autistic have a higher likelihood or a higher chance of developing asthma as they grow up, right? So this kind of goes back to what I said about, you know, that's why chapter two of my book, um, you know, so early in the book, I cover immune dysregulation because it is actually such a common feature, such a, you know, important feature of autism is a dysregulated immune system. Now it's obviously a very complex, the immune system is extremely complex and we, you know, we, we actually know very little about it compared to, you know, the complexity of this, such a, you know, system with so many different aspects. We haven't even identified all the molecules, all the immune molecules and mediators the body produces, right? But um, the point there is that you need to, with the help of your practitioner, of course, identify whatever as whatever factors are causing immune dysregulation in your child, right? So this is just one of those pieces of the puzzle. Now, in some cases, allergies can actually influence autism severity and some of the core behaviors. Researchers have found children with more severe autism to have a higher prevalence of allergic disorders. Another paper that I read reported that autistic children not only had more allergies than the neurotypical controls in that study, but the autistic children who had gut problems had more allergic disorders than those without gut symptoms. And the researchers also noted that 
autism severity was associated with higher blood levels of IgE antibodies. So IgE, the um, Im immunoglobulin G, these are the predominant allergic antibodies, right? So they, they, the researchers measured those IgE antibodies in the blood and the children with the higher IgE um, allergic markers, basically, tended to have more severe autism symptoms. So there's a, there's a correlation between allergic markers, IgE, and autism severity in at least one study. I can't remember if, if any other studies I um, went through for the book to research the book uh, also mentioned that. Now, another thing, because allergies can cause stress, pain, discomfort, and sleep deprivation, they can also contribute to irritability, hyperactivity, and otherwise aggravate the behavioral symptoms in autistic children. Now, this is another quote from the, the study that I, I, I gave you a quote at the start of the episode, right? So same, same paper. Uh, this is what the, the doctors say. It has been our experience that in ASD children, behavioral changes caused by both IgE and non-IgE mediated diseases are often attributed to just being autistic and no proper diagnosis and treatment for the child's condition was implemented prior to their arrival at our facility. Our observation indicates that the need for physicians involved in the care of ASD children to be aware of the importance of diagnosing common allergic as well as non-allergic diseases in these children. It is also important for the physician to not attribute certain symptoms displayed by ASD children to just being autistic, even if the symptoms are frequently associated with ASD. So this is from a clinic and the paper is published from um, the guys are... They have a clinic in the USA and basically they, they, they treat a lot of autistic children and they're kind of like a later port of call, you know, after the primary care physician and, and so on, uh, you know, it, after the parents see very little kind of success in terms of improving their child's health. And basically what, as, as mentioned here, it seems that many physicians are attributing certain behavioral changes just to the autism and are not doing any deeper investigation to see what could be causing those behavioral changes or symptoms. And as these guys uh, that published the paper said, a significant part of the time, it is because there is some type of either IgE, like an allergic type uh, uh, disorder or condition or non-IgE mediated diseases, right? So this kind of goes to what I was saying earlier, you need to identify not just allergies because, you know, a lot of the time allergies, like especially food allergies, you, they, they, they're identified early on in life due to like a, like an emergency, let's say your child eats peanuts or egg and has a severe reaction. Those are kind of, can be identified in some cases easily or early in life, but um, other non-IgE mediated immune reactions, for example, food sensitivities, right? So you can have a food sensitivity uh, that is mediated by IgG immunoglobulins, and those can also cause immune reactions that can cause other 
you know, that can cause symptoms, that can cause uh, skin issues, behavioral changes, trouble sleeping, irritability. There's a lot of, um, this is important for people to know that food sensitivities do not just cause physical symptoms in a person like gut problems, but they can cause behavior changes that can affect the mind, that can affect, affect the brain because those IgG antibodies, they're in the blood, for example, and they're attacking molecules, they're causing inflammation and th those molecules, they're, travel they're traveling all around the, the circulatory system and they, they can end up in the central nervous system, they can end up in the brain. So this is very important that many people are still unaware that food sensitivities, allergies, and any other immune reactions can manifest as symptoms, behavioral symptoms, behavioral changes, uh, mood changes, uh, depression, irritability, and even um, uh, aggression in some cases, right? So this is important. So th this was a very important paper that I think f to a large extent has been overlooked, right? But it is important for you to know that this is just, especially if you're, if you're early on in your journey of getting your child healthy, this is one of the, the few things that are actually quite easy to do, to go to a clinic, to do either like a, a patch test, a skin prick test, for allergies and identify any allergens. And then once you identify the allergens, just obviously you would try to steer clear of them, right? So that's kind of, uh, kind of goes without saying, right? So that was a little episode um, on allergies and autism. Uh, this is actually, this episode is for the first time being recorded on video. So I'm going to put this on YouTube. So if you like to consume content on YouTube, I'll have my, my YouTube link there. My idea is to start putting out video content as well as uh, the podcast. Hopefully as I get better at it, it's, it's actually pretty complicated, but as I get better at it, the video podcast will have more um, graphics and things that, you know, it just will improve the the content experience, not just me talking, but maybe like pr presentations, stuff like that. And I hope to have other videos outside of the podcast that are a little, a little bit more in depth. Maybe we'll be looking at more um, specific studies that might be of interest to you. It, it really depends on, on how, um, on how it goes. Right. So my hope is to get better at producing content so that, you know, you, you get more value out of it. And this is episode 49 of the podcast. So the next episode will be episode 50, which to mark the milestone, I am going to be giving away 10 paperback copies of my book, Autism Wellbeing Plan, How to Get Your Child Healthy. So I just got the paperback ready. It's on Amazon. It is ready to order. So uh, yeah, with the next episode, I'll announce like a, a little giveaway. And just in case you are interested in getting uh, one of those 10 free copies of the paperback, all you have to do is either reach out to me on, on any social media channel, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, or send me an email at cy at Christian yordanov.com cy at christianyordanov.com 
uh, you can send me an email, say, I want a copy of, of the book and I'll work with you then to send you a copy of the book. So I hope that you found this episode useful and I hope to see you on the next one.